You're listening to the Pure Fury Creations Entertainment Network. The views and opinions expressed on this episode are those of the speaker and do not necessarily reflect the views, opinions, or philosophies of the PFC Entertainment Network or any of the affiliates that make this show possible. This show has also been rated M for mature audiences only. Six, five, four, three, two, one. Nothing you lose. Good day, sir. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the main event of the evening. And now it's time. Hey, 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 yo. Can somebody call my mama? It's about to get To the heat vent, I am your host, the pretty boy redneck Levi Blue, coming to you live from my front porch. No, this is not the show where you ask questions like, why is a pizza box square when a pizza's round? Or, why do we cook bacon and bake cookies? Just doesn't make any sense. No, this is the show where I sit on my front porch, bitch, whine, moan, and complain, and I watch as the world goes by. What's happening, nation? Here we are, another week. Eh, I lied. I think the last episode of the Heat Vent was released on Monday. So you're getting this one on Friday. So only five days in between episodes. So you know what that means. That means there's an update from the last episode. And what was that one called again? Was it friends over family? Well, ladies and gentlemen, here is your update. So, come to find out, my wife was pretty pissed off. Uh, Maybe I should recap for you real quick. So, I made a tremendous Thanksgiving dinner. Had my mother-in-law, sister-in-law, sister-in-law's boyfriend over, uh... My brother Jason and Juan Chalupa, not to mention my son Hunter and my wife Sharon. At the end of dinner, uh, as I was getting ready to uh, rest my head for the night, uh, Juan Chalupa and Jason thanked me up and down, up and down uh, for having them over for dinner. Told me how wonderful it was. Uh, Hunter, he was a little bit tipsy, so he didn't have the opportunity to do so, but he did so after the fact. Thanked me for dinner. And Sharon, well, you know, I love her. Uh, I don't expect her to say thank you. But the mother-in-law, sister-in-law, and boyfriend of sister-in-law didn't say two squirts to me about dinner. Make a long story short, a day or two goes by. 
My mother-in-law comes over to the house. I proceed to tell her that I am not cooking our traditional Christmas dinner this year, that I am making pulled pork. She says to me, well, what am I supposed to do? I guess I will just bring McDonald's over here for my Christmas dinner then. And as you heard in the last episode of the Heat Vent Nation, I was pretty damn not only pissed off, but I was hurt. And come to find out that my wife was very pissed off as well. And she sent, or she called my mother-in-law and told her as such. Now, this is going to come into this week's episode, Nation, about taking responsibilities for your own actions. So, my mother-in-law proceeds to tell my wife... Oh, well, Sean's mad at me. Tell him I said thank you for dinner and that I'm sorry. So wait, you're not going to say this yourself. You're not going to own up to it yourself. You're not going to take responsibility yourself and come to talk to me like a human being to tell me that you're sorry. Instead, You are going to have your daughter, my wife, apologize to me for you. So that way, you do not have any confrontation. So that way, you don't have any stress. So that way, you don't have to deal with the fact that you acted like a total bitch when you told me you were going to bring McDonald's over here for Christmas dinner because you were not getting your way. Mm Mm-mm. And believe it or not, Nation, my wife stood up for me and said that if you want to tell Sean that you are sorry, that you need to do it yourself. (laughs) Well, Nation, guess what? At 11.07, November 27th, so three days ago, I get a text message from my mother-in-law. And it reads as this. And I'm going to read this verbatim to you. Thanksgiving for dinner. I will BB rib. I love you, son. T-Y for the dinner. T-Y-M-O. Again, let me read this back to you, nation. Thanksgiving for dinner. I will BB rib. I love you, son. T-Y for the dinner. T.Y. Mom. All right. So, horrible punctuation and spelling aside. She can't even properly write out thank you for dinner. She didn't apologize for insulting me. And let's just say I didn't even respond back to this message. Now, Nation, I'm not one to hold grudges. I, I, I'm really not. Uh, I, I'm quick to forgive, but I'm never quick to forget. Case in point, I don't remember what birthday it was, but my mother-in-law gave me $7 as a birthday present. And on that same day, my wife made me a sandwich. Now, let's be fair to my wife. I wanted the sandwich for my birthday. 
but seven dollars <laughs> if you people only knew the amount of dvds and crap and garbage and this that and the other that my mother-in-law bought when my father-in-law passed away you would be simply amazed but of course i was insulted by seven dollars and i've held this grudge for years and years and years and years and years there are quite a few other things that I can go over with you guys, but I do not feel like spilling my guts about all the issues I've had with my mother-in-law over the years to you. But let's just say that she likes to take advantage of my good nature. And I am all done with it. She always tries to get my wife to clean up her mess for her. And in this day and age, nation, to me, that's not acceptable. I've been married to her daughter for 23 years now, 24 years. It's not acceptable to me if you can't talk to me like a human being to where we can work out our problems. Then don't talk to me at all. I'm not going to be the one to make the first step anymore. I have done it for years and years and years. As I said, quick to forgive takes me forever to forget. I, I would say earlier this year, I put out a podcast where I stepped on a verbal landmine. I used a word that I shouldn't have, but it's a word that I still hear used today by many, many people. But I myself took responsibility for stepping on that verbal landmine. Uh, I am not going to repeat the word, nor in which context it was used, because the context that was used was not discriminatory towards any particular person. It was to a group of wrestlers in the back. I was being a bad guy. And I am not going to get into this conversation again, but I will say this. When I was confronted about it, I immediately saw the error in my ways and I apologize profusely to three or four different people. In my mind and in my head, that wasn't enough. So I actually went and I took online self-help courses. And I described this in that episode. You can find it in the archives. I believe it was called uh, Stepping on a Verbal Landmine. But I took the self-help classes, not because someone told me to, not because I was ordered by a judge, but because in my head, I had to make amends with myself. And by making the amends within myself, I can make amends to other people and become a better person for it. And I believe if you were to talk to people nowadays who know me, they know I've done a 180. I think about what I say before I speak it, sometimes, except when I'm on the podcast, but I am very cognizant of who and what are around me. And if I'm to make a mistake, I am quick to apologize. Now, I'm not going to apologize through a text message. I am not going to go to another person and ask them to do the apology for me. I myself, being a responsible adult, being responsible for my actions, I'm going to do the apology 
myself. And if I apologize to you, Nation, it's not something that's quick and off the cuff. It's something that I really, truly mean. Because a lot of times in this life, you can say things to other people. You could say it, and it might have good tone, it might have good inflectuation, but do you really mean it? I'm starting to find out, Nation, that people who say a lot of things don't really mean what they say. I found that out after I stepped on this verbal landmine. You know, a lot of people used to tell me they loved me. A lot of people used to call me brother. A lot of people used to, um, ah, let's just face it, make posts about me on Facebook and tell me, tell, tell people how good a person I was. But because I made one little mistake, all of a sudden I am nothing. I am insignificant. The words that they said were merely that. They were just words. They didn't have any meaning behind them. Maybe at the time that they were saying them, maybe it had some meaning behind them. But I'm really starting to see the true colors of people out there anymore. Uh, perfect example is a guy I, I called my brother the bulldozer. I still call him my brother, but I haven't seen him in years. And he doesn't think of me as a brother anymore. Because if he did, I would still be in contact with him. But I'm not. And quite frankly, I'm a better person for it. Because he was a leech. He was a drain. He was a hemorrhoid on my ass, sucking at my proverbial teat to get whatever he could out of me. And quite frankly, anymore, Nation, I'm over it. I take responsibility for my mistakes. I take responsibility for my actions. I take action over my mistakes. I take action over things that may hurt other people or may have hurt other people. Some people don't see it that way. And you know what? I'm perfectly okay with that. If they don't need me in their life, I guess I don't need them in my life. I don't know, man. This thing called life is a two-way street. Either you can walk side by side together down the same road, or you can hit the cutoff, you can hit the turn, you can do a U-turn and walk away from one another. I don't know. It's your choice. But fact of the matter is, it's your own personal responsibility that should lead you to either your salvation or your demise. I know, I know. It's a damned if you do, damned if you don't situation. See, all it would have taken from my mother-in-law was a simple phone call. Just to pick up the phone and say, do you have time to talk? I want to explain myself. Or, I wasn't thinking. Or, you know, something along those lines to just explain why you would insult a guy who, after 20 plus years, has cooked every single holiday meal, has brought you over to the house for multiple dinners, has taken you out to dinner, has done things for you that no other person would, who stood up for you when no one else would. 
and get pissed off because I'm not making a traditional Christmas meal and you're going to insult me by saying you're going to bring McDonald's over to the house. Fact of the matter is, I'm a little more insulted now that you couldn't even own up to your mistake and apologize directly to me, but that you had to have, you, you had to try to get your daughter, my wife, to apologize for you like you're a little freaking kid. I don't understand it. We're all adults here. All adults. And quite frankly, if you want to bring that McDonald's over on Christmas Day, that's fine. Because I'm having that pulled pork. I'm having, you know, anything other than a traditional Christmas dinner here. Hell, I'll just make up a batch of french fries and call it good for all. I give a shit. But that's my choice. That's my choice. So... Oh, where are we at here? We're at 16 minutes. I've been ranting, ranting, ranting about personal responsibility. I don't know, Nation. I, I, I guess what I should probably do now, I know we're just past Thanksgiving. And we're getting ready to turn into the Christmas season. But I just want to get a few things out of the way. Something I haven't talked about in quite a while. I'm thankful for a lot of things. I'm thankful for having a job that allows me to provide for my family and put a roof over my head. I'm thankful for my son for coming home from the Army early. Well, not early, but coming home from the Army safe. Entering the Army and, you know, doing the damn thing, as Jason Klaus would say. I'm thankful for my wife. Everything she does for me, every little thing she does for me, I appreciate it more than you know. The fact that she puts up with my weird-ass ideas, the fact that she puts up with my weird-ass hobbies, the fact that she just puts up with me. I could be a grumpy, irritable, nasty, mean son of a bitch. And it doesn't matter what I do, what I say, or how I act. She doesn't see that. She sees past that. And she looks at me and she tells me every day, I love you. And I look at her every day and do the same thing. I love you too. Thankful to my brother, Jason Klaus. Uh, thankful for the fact that he gives me this platform to put this out for you, Nation, to do this show for you. Uh, thankful for him just for being there for me. Whenever, whenever I need a friend, whenever I need to talk, whenever I need to do something. He's there. I mean, just out of the blue, he's like, let's put lights up on your house. What the hell? I ain't never had anyone offer to do that for me. Not only that, but Hunter, my son, took it upon himself to get up on the roof of the house and put the lights on the house himself. Man, I got, I got some great friends. I got some great family. I got some great friends who I call family. And I got some family that I am absolutely 100% over the moon elated that they are my family. Because a lot of my family really don't have anything to do with me. Ever since my un uncle and my aunt passed away, I don't hear from my cousins. Every once in a while, my cousins from my dad's side of family might say something on Facebook. 
I don't get invited to family functions, but I do get invited to Friendsgiving. And I'm so thankful to Kristen, Joanna, Angela, Jessica, you know, everyone that made that meal possible. Friendsgiving was so good, so much fun, so much great food, so much camaraderie. I can't say enough good things about it. And then coming up here on the 9th, I got invited to a white elephant party by my friends. Not by my family, but by my friends. These are the people I hold close to me. These are the people who have my heart. Whatever they need, I'm there for them. If I can physically do it, I can, I'll do it. If I can monetarily do it, I'll do it. Well, no, I won't go that far. Yeah, maybe I will. Who knows? Well, I gotta take a drink here. <coughs> Front porch nation. It's up to you. It's up to you to decide what's important. Is it those friends who you can choose as family? Is it that family who you know, every time you turn around, they're there to tell you that they love you. It don't matter because if you got either one of those things or both, you are so blessed. You absolutely are. Because I feel like people's backs have been turned on me. I feel like I had friends who called me brother who's turned their backs on me. I feel like I got family who only cares about themselves and don't care about me. And I've bitched about it for the last, well, five days. And with that, Nation, I'm cutting this episode short. I've had a long day today. Believe it or not, I had a job interview. I haven't had a job interview in almost 30 years. Keeping my fingers crossed that things go well with this job interview. That, uh, you know, I'm, I'm hired, so to speak, because I was already told that there will be a substantial offer on the table. How about that? I think that's pretty damn cool. So we'll have to see what happens. Nation, I know this isn't as long as my normal episodes. Maybe Jason can throw a few more commercials in here. Maybe Billy can get out here. I still want to smack that kid around. But hey, it's Christmas time. I'll give him to the first of the year. And Nation, I know for a fact that I have been rambling for the last two episodes. I have been venting. I have been spewing hatred. But you know something? There's a reason why this show is called The Heat Vent. There's a reason why you tune in week after week after week. And I gotta tell you, you are definitely the friends I consider family. Because of you, Nation, you are the ones that make this show possible. You are the ones that make the PFC network possible. You are the gasoline that runs the engine in this thing. Because if it wasn't for you, the fans, friends, and family who listen to the PFC network, there wouldn't be a PFC entertainment network. It's all about you. So with that nation, I'm going to steal a line from Jason Klaus from Klaus to the Heart. Until next time, be good to yourself and each other. And we'll see you back here next week on the Heat Vent, where hopefully I'll be a little more angry for you guys. We'll have to see what happens.
Later. At any given time, everybody is going through something in their lives, and they need perhaps another perspective on how to tackle it. Maybe they need to be motivated. Maybe they need to be inspired. Everybody, I'm Jason Klaus, and we are inviting you to join us once a month as my friend Waddell Edwards and I take to the airwaves of Orion Neighborhood Television for the Klaus and Q Show. Each month, we will tackle a topic that will inspire you, that will try to put things in a different perspective, and to let you know that no matter what you're dealing with, it's going to be okay. It's the Klaus and Q Show, every month over on ONTV. You can find it exclusively on Facebook.com forward slash Orient ONTV. The Klaus and Q Show, as part of the PFC Entertainment Network.